Welcome to the Aki Culture Club, your after-school podcast with two wannabe weebs detailing the season's newest shows and analysis of some old favorites. You can find us at AkiCulture.club or at AkiCultureClub on social media. I'm your co-founder, Damien. And I'm Nick. Nick, how are you doing today? I'm ready to talk anime, man. How are you doing? Dude, I'm doing really great. It was a nice uh, three-day weekend and uh, got some anime watching in. It was nice. Yeah. Yeah, me too. I was watching some while I was on the exercise bike. I was watching some last night, some today. You know what I what I love is, like, we'll have conversations before we start this. And then, like, as soon as you start the beginning intro, it's just, like, mm-hmm. zone in, and it's anime time. And mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't know. I like that. I like that feeling. It feels like we're almost, like, performing in front of people or, like, playing sports or doing something, like, that has an audience. Right? You get the headspace. Yeah, like, that environment doesn't change but it's like once that record button gets hit it feels totally different it really does and you know what feels totally different <laughs> what segue man damien the warhammer titan creating weapons out of thin air oh my god so we're yeah. going right into attack on titan that feels different it feels something man do you think uh do you think that's the last we'll see of the warhammer titan no i, I don't think so i think that well so we know that Willie Tiber was not the Warhammer Titan like we had predicted. It was somebody else. Didn't realize that it was going to be his sister or the maid. She kind of looked, he, she said brother, but she kind of looked like the maid, didn't she? Yeah, I think that's just the, that's just their weird, rich family clothing stuff. It's his sister. Yeah, okay. Interesting. All right, so it's his sister. Uh, obviously, we understand why we never seen the Warhammer Titan and why the Tiber family has held control for so long. Dude, it's just so, so badass. Because ain't nobody fighting that thing. It had, so it had the Warhammer as its weapon. It used a crossbow. And I think at one point it used like a whip. Yep. It can create weapons. It also can, it like looks like it created spikes. So it looks like it can create whatever it wants out of its like hardening material. Yeah, it's, it's dope. So did you notice that it wasn't like, it, it was like a, you know, the ethernet cord plugged in and it wasn't actually the the person i didn't realize that until aaron had like dug into the ground for it did you no, notice it no i didn't either but i did notice it like it's the only titan that looked like it had a normal face under that mask it looked pretty normal yeah absolutely and i think it also spoke like pretty easily because it was asking aaron for his last words yeah yeah it, it, yeah when we've heard I think we've heard Aaron talk in Titan form at one mm-hmm. point, but it was like broken up and you couldn't really understand it. But yeah, it was it was like a person talking. Yeah, so so it looks like that the Warhammer Titan is like more advanced or is just all around has more intelligence in its Titan form and more strength. It's just it's like the apex of Titans. Yeah. My question is, mm-hmm. could it be any shape since like it can shapeshift and make stuff like did does the user just create it in that shape could it create it as like a dog if it wanted to i don't know that's a good question i'm going to say no because the warhammer titan took the form of a male figure even though it was his sister who had it was it was um what's her alara tiber who transformed like yeah. you think it would be in the body of a woman but it wasn't. So I'm not sure. I'm not sure either. But I think we need to address the the criticism that the animation studio MAPPA is getting for using CGI. Yeah, I was seeing things on Twitter and also on TikTok of the absolute like hate hateful messages that the, that the uh, studio was receiving because they decided to use CGI in some of the scenes. That's some bullshit because that fight scene was epic. It was awesome. And like... It just goes back to like some of the pretentiousness that people have and they just are so angry that they decided to go in a slightly different direction, even though it was still cool. Yeah, okay. Like the soundtrack was different and Aaron's attack titan looked different, but he looked like a monster. It was awesome. It did look he did look like a monster. The craziest part is is I was looking at stills between the show and the manga and they are the same. So that's he, he's supposed to look like that. Yeah. Yeah. 
like they were like side by side stills and he looked exactly like he does he should in the manga huh yeah these butthurt motherfuckers can go kick rocks because that was sick yeah it was awesome don't try to ruin this with your weird bullshit mentality about wanting like things a certain way you can't appreciate the the art that it is why why do people get so defensive about anime is it do they just need something to complain about because this is so good i don't i you know that could be it maybe they just I oftentimes think that the people who complain the most always find something to complain about no matter how good something is. Yeah, I agree. And there is this weird, like, I don't I don't know what the word is. It's not a movement. It's like a mood among, like, anime reviewers, like, on YouTube, mm-hmm. where they just, sh- they just shit on it. Like, that's their whole thing. Yeah, they're pretentious. And they just shit on it. I know, there's this one dude on TikTok that I watch. I don't know, I probably shouldn't be saying this, but... There's one individual on TikTok that I watch and the way he interacts with people who comment on his videos and the way that his opinions are formulated, it often feels like he is just pointing his nose upward towards pretty much everything. Austin, what's his handle? Oh, I can't do that. <laughs> yes, he can. Oh, I cannot. Uh, no. I, does he have a lot of followers? I bet yeah. he does. Oh, yeah. So it's the anime community eats it up then, apparently. Like, there's... There's a re- I guess there's a reason why there's so many negative Nancys when it comes to reviewing anime because other people other people tune in. Yeah, they like it. I guess it's just like how all or most oftentimes negative reactions usually garner the most attention. Yeah. Yeah, there's a whole uh, documentary uh, about social media on that. <laughs> Yeah, so like, of course, anyone who's going to say the newest season of Attack on Titan sucks, like how many angry people or, yeah, they suck because they used CGI and then you have a bunch of people defending them in the comments, you have people fighting each other. And what does that do? That just garners more attention to your video and your content and more clicks and more eyeballs and they'll continue to watch. So what you're saying is we need to start trashing anime so people will uh, listen. It's all formulated algorithms. No, the thing is, is I when we created this podcast, we wanted it to be a non-pretentious, very enjoyable, you know, experience. Yeah, we love these shows. Like, we're not going to talk shit on them. We're going to talk about them because, like, who? First of all, like, Damien is my best friend. But second mm-hmm. of all, I got like, yeah. no, I, I don't talk to about anime with other people. So, like, this is my outlet for when I watch something really awesome. Like. I just wait for this podcast to to come on so I can so we can nerd over it. Absolutely. Yeah, it's great. And this is our time. It is our time. Well, let's get back to the anime. Okay. I don't I don't want to take credit for this because it is something I saw on Reddit. Oh but Jesus. The the like the shot by shot callback to the first season when Aaron's mom was killed. The same you see those same exact shots with Gabby and the person that was under the rock it's like it's like the the cycle continues yeah it was the same thing like like gabby aaron's mom was under the rocks she's like we need to lift this there's some like older blonde guy who can't lift it and gets distracted by titans and then you see like get like this this side shot of gabby like crying but really angry and it's like you see the same shot of aaron in the beginning and that's when he's like i'm gonna kill all the titans and then it's just the cycle repeated with Gabby. It was really cool. Damn, that is really cool. I'm going to have to check that out. That sounds – and it, it's weird because when I did watch that uh, part of the, the, the episode, I did notice that Gabby was literally, like, getting a firsthand look at what what she's actually fighting for, you know, and what she's actually been, like, thinking about and wanting to fight for. Like, she's been – she's been someone who has been buying into the propaganda that becoming a Titan is the only way that they can kill off the Eldian devils that are on paradise. Mm-hmm. And now she's trying to like starting to realize that like this shit is real. Yeah. Yeah. It got real really fast. One of the big parts that I got that, that I enjoyed so much out of this episode was the very end when we started to see more of uh, the scouts come in. And we got to see Levi, and we got to see Connie, and we got to see Sasha. Um, and it was really nice to see that see that crew again. Dude, I loved the last shot 
it was like these are the devils of paradise and boom it's levi's face and then it goes to the next episode it's oh like my he, gosh. he's the devil and you know what i think that's okay and it was that was really awesome i love seeing that yeah one thing i i didn't wasn't quite sure about was like mikasa yelled at aaron for doing what he did were they not in on it i think the letters he was sending was like his his messages to them that he was going to do this and i don't think that they were in they were approving of him um like turning into a titan in that moment and killing trying to kill the warhammer titan okay but i think Ar- they tried to good i was gonna say armin was definitely there like he was the one who locked them in that trap door yeah so maybe it was like they wanted to continue to maybe they wanted to continue to collect information or maybe him maybe he was sending letters to armin telling him to do that and then he was like also and like armin obviously went along with the plan but mikasa and uh, levi like and sasha and maybe they didn't want to go along with it like in in and uh aaron kind of forced their hand yeah so you think he like he kind of went off on his own and probably brought armin with him because armin's his best friend and will do whatever aaron tells him to do mm-hmm. i think so i think that's what happened okay yeah dude armin's still there like he could just transform the colossal titan right now and wipe the city yeah and also falco's still there wherever he may be yeah yeah we don't know anything about reiner or falco exactly i think uh in the next episode we're gonna figure out if falco's a titan or not yeah i think you're right dude when the when the jaw when the jaw was like about to to pull Aaron out and it's just Levi comes in to save the day. Like I got goosebumps. I was like, Oh, oh. I was waiting for him. I'm like, where's he at? Where's he at? Mm-hmm. Oh, there he fucking is. There he was. There he was. Yeah. I loved, Oh my God. It was so satisfying to see them fight on like Marley and ground and not being on the defensive in Paradis. It just, really goes to show the propaganda that they bought into because they still think these are people or devils, even though that the destruction on Paradise has was so great and so many people died because of the Marleans. Yeah. It's 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 the endless cycle. Like now they're just gonna kill all the Marleans and it's gonna be the same exact thing. And Mika even said that. She said, you know, Aaron, you killed women and children and innocent people and like you did the same thing that they did to us yeah and that was really sobering the the cycle continues do you have any predictions of how the show is going to end i think it's going to like so i saw a a video on youtube and i didn't watch it i didn't watch anything that was spoilery but there was some attack a talk about attack on titan and what the person said was, and this is the only thing that I listened to, and then I actually kind of exited out of it because I didn't want to hear anything else. He said, the ending of Attack on Titan will break you. That Aaron being on par- off Paradis and in the Marleyan government, like in that basement, is the beginning of the end. Hmm. And that this show will break you. I mean, I expect nothing less <laughs> with how this show's gone so far. So any prediction that I think that I can come up with, I think is going to pale in comparison to what actually is going to happen. You're right. I I, I see this. Um, Do you watch The Dark Knight Rises, like the third Batman in the trilogy? Yeah, I've seen that movie. Where where Batman like goes off into the distance with uh, the bomb that Bane had and explodes, but he's really not dead. Mm-hmm. I I my prediction is it's going to be something similar to that where Aaron ends up eating all of the titans like and then goes off into the distance and kills himself ending the the titan reign that's my prediction oh wow don't i I mean that would that would tear your heart out because like armin's gotta die then and reiner's gonna die then and i mean this is like this is just me speculating i was you know these are my shower thoughts last night as i was thinking about the episode after i watched it yeah because you're right we're talking about the cycle and that the cycle will never end and that eventually someone has to eat Armin someone has to eat Reiner and the cycle will continue no matter where the ideology goes 
So it's either one is attacking the other or one's defending while the other one's on the offense. And I think, yeah, I think Aaron's main plan might be to just end all of it. I, I think it would seem fitting. I think that Aaron, I, yeah, maybe maybe Aaron's going to learn his lesson on why continuing the cycle is not a good idea. Yeah, dude, watch him like actually eat the the Warhammer Titan and he gains those powers along with like the attack Titan powers and he just becomes this absolute monster. I feel like if he did that though, he would be yeah, like he'd be unstoppable. And it would just be like a rain of him just eating the other Titans and then it being over. What like, if the show where's, where's the what, action at? What if the show just ends with Aaron killing everybody? Well, that could be very true. However, I feel like there's a lot of geopolitical things happening in this show as well. And maybe other countries, because we saw them attack another country in the very beginning of the season. Mm-hmm. So it's very much possible that other countries might want to take advantage of the Marlin government being weak. And that may enter like a, they might get third partied. Yeah, third, the dreaded third party. And yeah, and they might just get shit on by accident by someone else. And then who knows? Who knows if there is any other type? Maybe we don't know. Maybe Damn. another government has a Titan. That we, is that even possible? Is it what isn't possible with this show? I mean, it's done quite a bit. So exactly. So who fucking knows? Who knows, Nick? Who fucking for now? I'm gonna enjoy it until it ends, and I can't wait for Ryder to transform, and we have round three of Aaron versus Ryder Titan battle I extravaganza. See that fight. It's gonna be great. I want to see. I think it's gonna be Armin versus the Beast Titan, Aaron versus Reiner, and then Cart and Jaw are kind of useless when it comes to other Titans, like like big boy Titans. Yeah, they don't really got much going on. Like Cart Titan, that's that's the most useless Titan. It's oh. useful in in logistics and war, I guess. But uh, when the Attack Titan is going on rampage, what's the Cart what what's Cart Titan gonna do? Just transport. <laughs> that's about it. <laughs> that's about it. <laughs> yeah, the Cart Titan actually rubs me the wrong like a weird way. I just think it's so ugly looking hmm. and just so. It's so weird looking. I don't know. It's got such a weird face. I don't like it. I don't either. I don't either. But excuse me out. Another ten out of ten episode. Yeah, another ten out of ten. You know, it wasn't a ten out of ten episode. What episode fourteen of Jujutsu Kaisen was not a ten out of ten, Nick. You didn't like it. You know, I. They're starting off the second. Like I'm guessing it's a new arc. It's the mid season. You know, first episode of the season in air quotes so they're trying to set things up it is called part zero so yeah like nothing's gonna happen yet but i don't know i was a little under impressed really yeah the only the only thing that i was like oh this is really interesting was when the the principal was like at the student the kyoto students was like okay you guys are gonna kill yuji yeah yeah i was not ready for that i didn't think that was gonna happen i i had an i feel like i had an inkling because i just knew that they're they are very conservative and like he, they weren't like the principal and staff of of tokyo was just like not into some of the progressive things that were happening or because they wanted him to eat all the fingers and then they wanted you know like just destroy sakuna that way and they're like the principal's just like no we're not doing that yeah i think um yuji would be dead if it wasn't for gojo like i feel like that was his whole that was all his scheme yeah absolutely Speaking of Gojo, I, I uh, voted for him as best boy in the Crunchyroll's 2020 anime, 2020, 2020 anime awards. Best boy? That's best the category? Boy. Yeah. I, I can't blame you. I would vote for him. I'm going to check these awards out after this. Go for it. Yeah. You can vote too if you have you have an account, so you can vote as well. Yeah. Yeah. He's he's such... I don't want to... He's not like a... I don't want to say he's a complex character, but he's like... He's a... Uh, like a light character he's light he's so funny but he's so op that that it makes it so much enjoyable yeah and like when him and yuji are like like sensei pupil when they're having like they're 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 both stupid and doing their stupid things like when they were talking about how they were kind of 
how are they going to show Yuji, like expose him? Like mm-hmm. call back to Naruto again. That just reminded me of Guy Sensei and Rock Lee because they're both like idiots, but super strong. But they had that same chemistry of, of like, they just boosted each other's ideas, even though they were stupid ideas. And I loved it. I love that. I love that trope so much. Yeah. It was a, it was a, it was, I watched it right after I watched Attack on Titan and it was nice because it was, it was light and uh, funny and it was just a breath of fresh air after all that destruction. Okay. So I watched it in the opposite order. I did uh, Juju first and then I did Attack. Okay. Well, yeah, uh, I, I can understand. I don't like the whole, like, here's the sister school and every character gets their little introduction thing. Like, that's that's a trope that I could do without. Yeah. Do you want me to be straight up honest with you? Yes. And all of our viewers right now, I uh, I really dislike tournament arcs. Mm-hmm. I don't like them. Mm-hmm. I just, there's something about tournament arcs. I just, they're just not for me, you know? Yeah. Yeah, maybe this will be like a, like this tournament arc. They'll never actually complete the tournament because something bad happens and they have to fight together to, you know, overcome the the school rivalry to fight the common enemy type thing, which would be nice. And that is a trope that I've seen in other animes that I won't mention what they are. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever could that enemy be? I will have no idea. It's not the one you're thinking. Okay. Well, yeah. I know one one show that does it. I do enjoy. I do really like My Hero Academia, but they do it the tournament trope, and I'm just like, it's cool to see people from other schools fight. I just don't. I don't like seeing characters on the same side, play, like pretend fight each other. Yeah, I it's a see good some depth. You it's know? a good way to introduce new characters, I guess. Like it a is. show like this, is going to have a lot of characters, so it's a good way to bring in them i guess but i i'm i agree it's it's old but i i think the this may be an interesting take because they do have to like fight curses and and then like they gain points that way i'm thinking that's how they win right yeah if i remember correctly yeah so it may be interesting seeing them fight curses maybe some maybe like yuji will get a domain in this turn maybe he like We'll have to like fight the curses and fight the people from Kyoto because they're going to try to kill him. It may be a little bit more interesting because, you know, in some in most tournament arcs, they're not actually going out to kill each other yeah, this is when true. they are. So maybe it'll actually be a little bit more elevated in, in terms of like the normal go to kind of tournament arcs. Watch the like the sister school just awaken Sukuna by trying to kill Yuji and Sukuna comes out and just slaughters them. That would be fucking insane. That would be awesome. Do they, I would feel, like that. do they feel like characters that gonna get slaughtered? You know, do they feel important enough? Uh the girl with the, the broom, she seems kind of useless. You know what I'm she talking does. about? Yeah, yeah. The girl with the blonde hair and the dude the robot dude seems useless as shit. Yeah. Um there's always like everyone's got like one little thing that sets them apart, and hers is having a broom. And I'm like, okay, you, you can do something else. Yeah. <laughs> And in Attack on that, and, and in Hunter Hunter, it's the girl with the snot coming down her nose. Yep. Now, but I do think the big dude who is like obsessed with that woman, that female television show character, I think he is going to play a more important role because we've seen him right. before. But I, I do think, think right. some. Of, I think I do think some of them are going to get murdered, though. Yeah, I welcome it. Um, I think their plan is not going to go so well because Yuji's like super fucking strong now. Yeah, they think he's been going for two months just like doing fuck all. So it's going to be real interesting to see how they're going to try to attack him. Yeah. All right. Let me be Segway Man this time. Go for it. Let's so see this, was, this was a little bit of a letdown for you, but it was mm-hmm. still kind of a nice, refreshing episode. Mm-hmm. This next anime was a nice, refreshing episode, was but was absolutely not a letdown. And that is Promise Neverland. Oh, my God. This has been... I'm so glad that we added this addition to our podcast. We'll get to talk about this because, wow, what a good show. And, right. wow, cheers to the fucking mangakas that, that wrote this story that were able to build off of a world. Holy shit, Nick. Uh, yes, 10 out of 10. Fantastic episode. 
it 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 boggles my mind watching an entire show for an entire season and thinking that is the world and like they're just like farmed on like a demon farm for their human farm for demons and now we learn that the world is split in two yeah demons and humans it's so like that the whole first season took place on one farm and it's just a little blip on what is actually like their universe it's It's, so cool it's bananas um so cool bananas i will say i have this this thing that it bothers me when oh it's not about this show but okay i get this really sinking low feeling in my stomach when in a show especially this one when things are going well because like (laughs) that episode was Am I wrong? Because <laughs> you're it, not wrong. It was going really like things are going really well. They made friends with the vegan demons, which you were right. They're vegan demons. <laughs> they, were, they were vegan demons. I loved. I laughed. I laughed when they were like, "Oh, it's our religion that we don't we don't like the way that humans are kept." I'm like, "These are vegan demons. Vegan demons. <laughs> <laughs> vegan demons. Vegan demons." <laughs> yeah, but in a show like this, when things are going well, you know things are about to get really bad. Oh, you know what? You're totally right. This this show is fundamentally based in tragedy and sorrow. Yes. Like this and they're just like cling like they're just slowly trying to crawl out of a hole of despair. And you're right. Yeah. Happiness and go lucky feelings are not are ominous. Yeah, show. it doesn't it's not going to last long. Like they had that whole little mini training arc and you see Emma like like help the vegan demon up the step and like become friends and she learns how to hunt and all of that and like this is fleeting something bad's gonna happen very soon that's I what agree. i the whole thing the whole time i thought i'm like all right when, when is it just bring it on i can't take it don't break my heart who's dying oh someone is i feel like emma first off she's an amazing protagonist in this show love the character development that she's going through and love her character so far She's wildly optimistic. Yes. And thinking that she's going to save the children. I personally don't even think they're going to be able to go back to the school that they came from to get the children that they left. They probably are dead already. Yeah, I don't. I honestly don't think that, that that's going to happen. No. Like, and she's going to have to come to terms with that, that they are not going to be able to return. They don't even know if they can go to the human world yet. They like, it's well, segregated. Yeah, and it's like been segregated too. I think William Minerva may offer some sort of passage if they ever meet him. Well, so my one question was when when Ray scraped those coordinates into the tree and the demons found the coordinates. What were what were was that the coordinates of William Minerva? No, it was I think it was like where to run to. So someone I don't think Ray had the pen. I think Emma still had the pen. Mm-hmm. And they had a map, and the coordinates correlated with the map. Mm-hmm. So I think Ray was like, go here. I'm going to distract these people. I, th- I think. that's my That was my guess. Got it. Okay. That's where he was going to meet, meet up with them after he distracted them. Yeah. So, and then you see the demons, and they see the coordinates. But how do they know what those coordinates refer to? Is maybe the map is like a standard map and they don't have something special. So like the demons know what A2-10 or whatever the coordinates were means. Good question. Yeah, I don't know. I think that's a good question. I feel like if it's coming from William Minerva, it may be coordinates or a mapping system from the human world. Because how long has it been? A thousand years since they've Mm -hmm. interacted? Mm -hmm. Yeah, so maybe like the versioning of humans mapping is different than demon mapping yeah maybe 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 william minerva's a demon he's a vegan demon too he he very well could be a vegan demon i thought a a really cool uh part of this was during the whole hunting thing Mm -hmm. we found out what that that flower is for that uh that connie had in uh, the the goopna i think it was called yep and it's it's a well, one, it drains the blood so the meat stays fresh. But two, it's like a ritualistic part of their religion mm-hmm. thing. But the, the bad demons also do Gupna because they did it to Connie. Exactly. And 
two two things there. One, when they first referred to them as demons to their face, Sonju says, I haven't heard that word in a really long time. Mm-hmm. And then the other thing is when he put the flower into the body of the bird, he told her, he told Emma, this is for the gods, right? Mm-hmm. Are they actually demons? What, what else would they be? Angels. Fallen angels. Isn't a fallen angel a demon? Yeah, but why are they praying to a god? True. They would be praying to Satan if it's uh, any relation to what we think of religion as. Yeah. And that's just Western religion. Like Judeo-Christian religion. Yeah, I think that's a good point, though. Um, Like, why would this demon race or whatever have religion if they're just demons exactly like like, and emma said something along the lines of like nobody wants to kill but we have to kill so we can live Mm -hmm. and that made me think of like is she kind of sympathizing with the demons like because they have to eat the humans to live so they're just another they're just like humans like it's just sucks that humans are their food yeah i I think that's the realization that emma is going to be coming to because we see it in the in the very first in the intro and i said this last week was that we saw the rabbits on the table and the humans eating the rabbits and then we saw the children on the table and the demons eating the children so the comparison there is saying like this is the way they view humans the same way we view animals yes so are they really in the wrong this is just because humans uh, have a better brain than rabbits and can realize when, you know, this is kind of fucked up that we're getting farmed. But we do the same thing to cows. We farm yeah. them so we can kill them and eat them. Exactly. And I was like, I was re- there's in the book Sapiens, they talk about how if animals have more sentience than we realize, then this may actually be one of the greatest tragedies that humans have ever committed towards other like another living being yeah yeah i mean factory farming and all of it like is this is this whole show like a like a metaphor for why factory farming is bad i think it could be a critique on our food system and how we obtain food and how we how we view food it's a brilliant fucking critique if that's the case and they just and they're just framing it as like the kids that were smart enough to get away. Wow. Wow, this this show just got even better for me. There is a lot to this show and it's really crazy just this one 12 episode, you know, first season really is going to lead to something insane. I actually just ordered the manga off of right stuff today. You going to read ahead? I will not be reading ahead. No, it's actually even hard for me to look at the covers. Because the covers are like a little spoiler, spoilery. Yeah, you can see characters like Norman. Norman might be on a, you know, cover number four, and he's like, "Oh, he's not dead." Yeah, I still don't think he's dead. He's no, definitely not dead. No way, he's dead. No, It'd be there's... cool if he was, because like, when does an anime ever just kill off like the main protagonist like that? Hardly but, ever. But no, there's no way. Yeah, there was actually one point in the intro. I think it was the intro where it's like Emma and Ray are like turning and looking at the sunset and you can tell that there's like a third, like there's a space open for a third person to be standing there to the right. I don't know. Did you catch that at all? I'm not going to be honest with you. I haven't watched the intro yet. I need to watch the intro. (laughs) Yeah. I usually, I usually skip intros because of that very reason you find like small details Mm -hmm. and, and clues to things that you normally wouldn't find out until a few episodes in yeah yeah go back to attack on titan the outros told the whole story of ymir i think we talked about this before we did yeah but that's kind of wild yeah i feel like people didn't know that it was the story of ymir until we actually learned what the story of ymir was and then we were like oh that's it's an entire retelling in the outro again though i just i just want to summarize 10 out of 10 you know what doesn't need a retelling, though, Nick? <laughs> what, Damien? What doesn't need a retelling 
is all the memories that Lelouch lost because CC just gave them all back to him. Yeah, with a kiss. Mwah. With a kiss. Yeah. So, you, uh, what did you okay. think? Um, I think it's going to get good again. Um, I didn't like the beginning because I was confused. I was like, who the fuck is Rolo? Um, why is he all happy-go-lucky again? Uh, I mean, they explained it later on. Um, is it a cop-out? Is it a cop-out? Um, maybe. Maybe it's a cop-out. Maybe, but it did give us insight into the fact that the Emperor has a Gias as well. Yeah, and I think that was one of the. I think do we predict that that he might have a Gios because until he rose to power. I think the, I think we did. If we go back like two or three episodes, I think we did. But um, yeah, I definitely think that it was the episode. And my enjoyment of the episodes was higher than the end of season one. Um, I'm glad that we jumped into season two right away because. If you guys don't know this, we were going to watch another anime, but we decided to go with Code Geass Season 2 because we were so bummed out about, or at least I was so bummed out about the ending. <laughs> um, But yeah, I can definitely see it's going to get really good again. And I loved, one of the things I really loved was how Lelouch's personality changed once he got all of his emotions back or all of his memories back. His emotions completely changed. His face changed. The way that the camera was panning his face was different. Like it was, it was, Further, so when he didn't have his memories, the camera was looking down at him or a face at him, which shows like looking down on somebody. And then when he got all of his memories back, the camera was looking up at him, which shows like a, a position of authority or power. That's a that's a good take. I didn't even notice that. It that that, that is cool. Even his voice changed mm-hmm. when it, it's back to like. I am like a serious Lelouch <laughs> voice, you know. <laughs> yeah, I can't, yeah. I can't do it. You could tell that he's he's serious about like fi- like wrapping up what he needed to finish. Yeah, but now we know that the emperor's what the emperor's Gios is. Like he could have just rewrote the memories of all of Britannia so that he is the emperor, and now he's just the emperor. Yes, absolutely. Do you think but that's I what happened? If- I wonder if his rewriting of memories works in the same way that Lelouch's Gios works. Like he can only control someone to do, tell someone to do one a thing one time. And maybe like the emperor can only control or rewrite the memories of a masses or a single person one time. Every, every Gios has a, a negative side to it. Yep. So it's gotta be something. We don't know what Rolo's negative side is yet. His, is like the most powerful, I think. The ability to stop time. Yeah, he could kill anyone he wants. Yeah, it's a uh, super powerful. I imagine. I can't think of what a what would a con be. It has to be something like a personality flaw, maybe. What if every time he stops time, for the length that he stops it, is time off of his life? That would be insane. That would be cool. That would be cool, though. Holy shit. Who is he, though? Where did he come from? How does he have a Gias? I don't know. I, at this point, I honestly think that like the people who control Gias's, I just clicked on his name in the show notes, the link, and I just... I, I shouldn't have done that. That was stupid. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, that was really dumb. Um, like, C2, I feel like where she comes, like, the Ragnarok, I think that, like, they are just, like, using humans as, like, pawns for fun. We we don't know what the whole point is, so, like, she totally could be. Yeah, I think she's just, like, this is just fun for them. It's, like, fucking metal and, like, human affairs, because it's just, like, a video game. They're just, like, yeah, And then they kind of just back away and go off on their own. Yeah, I mean, she's immortal, and... You know, once you've experienced everything, you got to find new ways. Usually those ways to to find enjoyment are, if other shows serve correctly, are usually pretty sadistic. Yeah, I mean, the idea of eternity or a long life that is more than 100 years actually usually, like, typically will end up in cruelty or insanity. Because nothing, they know everything, they've done everything, like, 
it just gets crazier and crazier about the things that they need to do to be able to satisfy the need for enjoyment. Yeah, I feel like I watched a show show where you can like this wasn't an anime, but you could implant your consciousness into another body. Uh, and like carbon carbon something? Yes, altered carbon. Altered carbon, yeah. Yeah. And when like the people who live for like six hundred years just do like they just do weird sadistic killings mm-hmm. and stuff like that because they're just bored. Yeah. yeah. Maybe that's the same thing with the people of Ragnarok and they just live to be 600 years. Maybe. I I want to play the other side though. So I, I do agree. I feel like that's a good possibility, but I also think there's some like God war that's going on and they're, they're pawns in her army of this like God. Cause we saw that, that weapon to destroy heaven yeah. whatever whatever it is mm-hmm. it looked like a temple but apparently it's a weapon like maybe see now i know you watch it in dubbed is because you call her c2 god damn it <laughs> give it away god damn it i've watched oh, both i'm done with this all right <laughs> I, I watched both but they call it I'm gonna c- go they, fuck myself thanks again for attending <laughs> they call it they call her c2 in dubbed and they call her cc in in subbed but yep, yep. uh you know, maybe CC knows about this, this weapon or whatever, and the the Gios users or Lelouch in particular is like her pawn in her army to try to stop this. Yeah, I think that could be like, is she like an informant sent down from Ragnarok to stop the formation of this god killing weapon? Could be, could be. Yeah, so there are definitely gods in this show. There are. We can't yes. rule that out. I think that's the whole point of Ragnarok, right? They're kind of just referencing the idea that gods live at Ragnarok. What, what is Sorry? Ragnarok is a term that's not just in in Kokias. What does Ragnarok mean? It's the Norse gods. Like Odin lives in Ragnarok. Oh, so they're pulling. Okay. okay. It's like, you know, the Marvel Universe uses it too. Yeah. It's a North mythology. Gotcha. Ragnarok. Ragnarok. But, okay, again. My complaint is, who the fuck is Rollo? Where did he come from? But other than that, I thought these were good episodes. Rollo is a plant. He's a plant? I think he is. I think he's a plant from the um, Emperor of Britannia. Yeah, he wouldn't He wouldn't just write some random person into his memories. Like, There's a reason for him being there. Yep, I think he was sent as a plant to make sure that Lelouch never recovers his memories, and if he does, to eliminate him. Okay, so he's just another Gios user, maybe part of the the royal family. We don't really know. It could be he. It actually could be his actual younger brother. Yeah, I mean he's the seventeenth heir to the to the throne, so uh, emperor guy gets around a little bit. He does. He do be clapping. Let what did you, know. you like? Did you like it? I did. I did. I'm excited to watch the rest of it. Yeah. I'm still sticking my original prediction. Suzaku is going to be the hero. I'm going to have to disagree with you, but we're going to have to watch it to find out. Okay. I mean, yeah. I think Lelouch is going to, is going to gain to power. And I think he's going to kill Suzaku. Really? I think Suzaku is as good as dead. <sighs> I think Suzaku is going to die. Rolo is going to die. The emperor is going to die. Like everyone's getting clapped. Okay. I think I agree with Rolo. I think he's dead soon. He hasn't used his Gios on him yet. Lelouch has not used his Gios on Rolo. He hasn't he has looked not. him in the eyes yet. But we're gonna see what's we're gonna see what's gonna happen when he does. Yeah, I hope he dies. I think he's a little shithead. I think he's a shithead too. Oh, speaking of Rolo, was he in the nightmare that was like, like, like phasing around, and they were like, "This isn't physically possible." He's like, "Well, well, well," the one that was like teleporting. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. Because if he can stop time, that would make sense as to why that nightmare seemed like it was just phasing around. Like it's just him stopping time inside the nightmare and moving and then starting time again. Hmm. I do not know. I think he is. I think he is that. that, that well, yeah, that's probably what happens. Did you just, I'm sorry. Did you just say, I was reading the show notes. Did you just say that? He's stopping time, and that's how yeah. he's doing that. Yeah, in the in the nightmare, so yeah, he sorry. can stop time for things 
not just his own body, but for other things as well. Uh, yeah, I think you're correct. I think so too. I think you're right. Yeah. But like you, I'm excited to see how this plays out. It's it's still on my list of really good animes I've watched. Same here. Um, and you know what, Nick? You know what the funniest thing is? What? We have crushed an hour this quickly. Are you serious? Yes, sir. Damn. Do you have any Damien Let's Tries this week? Um, so I was trying to watch Wonder Egg Priority. Mm-hmm. And so what if a kid from the boonies goes to a starter town? Some long ass title like that. I couldn't find Wonder Egg Priority on, on Hulu. So I guess we'll have to get a Funimation account to watch it. So next week we're going to have a Damien's Let's Try series on a few different ones. Okay. Okay. That's my favorite part of the show. Oh, damn it. Okay. So I did watch, um, so, so I'm a spider. So what episode two, uh-huh. and I did also watch heaven's design team episode two. So I will say, uh, so I'm a spider. So what was kind of the same as episode number one, except we don't see like it's just a very grindy. The spider is trying to figure out it's like it's uh, like it's attacks and it's defenses and it's trying to level up and it's trying to grind super hard. So it's like really interesting to see how it inter- the spider interacts with its environment. But there is no like plot yet. So it's just in dungeon grinding. Uh, it's like playing World of Warcraft almost and you haven't like done any of the quests. You're just grinding like killing small boars and shit. Okay. You like Heaven's- it though? Yeah, I think it's good. Okay. For an isekai, I think it's good. I like okay. isekais. I like the transportation to another world and like them figuring it out. Like I think that's cool. Like okay. I like Konosuba. I like slime. Like I like those types of shows. Yeah. So uh Heaven's Design Team episode two. Mm-hmm. Just the same thing that I said last week about like design and engineering, like working their issues out and then like trying to like appease the client for them to like sign off. I thought it was really interesting. Like it's still the same type of vibe. Like it's just a slice of life. So they're just, it's funny. Like they're trying to like, they're trying to create a unicorn in this episode and like the designer is like, Ooh, unicorn horn to the head. And then it's just like the unicorn that comes out of engineering and just fucking falls over and dies. (laughs) <laughs> and the engineers are like, we told you it wouldn't work. Like you wanted us to build it, but it didn't work. And he's like, why didn't it work? And it's like, how many times do we have to tell you that a calcium deposit in a horn takes too much energy and doesn't have enough stomachs? And they're like, we can make it look like a cow with a horn because it has five stomachs. <laughs> and the designers are like, no, we don't want an ugly cow with a horn. And then, you know, like just engineering is just like, well, we can do it that way. We're not doing it at all. And then it was just really funny to see them like, try to suss out a, a unicorn and and uh it was really funny like they show like why elks work really well because elks also do cat like calcium deposits to create their horns but they also have multiple stomachs mm-hmm. and they actually have osteoporosis but they have to eat so much to keep like the nutrients in their body because of like it also teaches you stuff like how nutrient absorption works so like you know why an elk has has horns and why a, a unicorn doesn't so it was just really funny and they like show like you know pretend creatures that they create that are all wacky and shit and then they like whittle it down to like create like a, an animal that we know of so it's like really it's really funny this sounds like an ant like no other anime i've ever watched it, I, I think i'd love it i think you should watch it i think you should give it a shot yeah i gotta make time for more animes this is we got a lot of anime going on, but we do. It's only, anime two, there's only There's only two. Yeah, we are anime podcast. <laughs> I've also been banging out Black Clover like fucking crazy. I just finished episode 120, which was uh, absolutely insane. Like the story that was being told in Black Clover, you think it's just like some weird ass like fairy tale style show, and it's not that at all. And it's really great. I'm glad you're liking it. So last week's show notes, you had a final question on that we never got to. And it was, what is one trope in anime that really bothers you? Yes. And so I, I did. I, I answered that question a little bit earlier, mm-hmm. but I didn't I didn't ask you it. So I would like to ask you that question. I don't know if this is an anime trope or if it's just shows in general, but I noticed this watching Criminal Minds, but okay. I've seen it in. I've seen it in animes when you have a group of people like let's say there's like five people on a team and they're explaining a problem to another team. Conversations in real life don't work this way where person one is like, they'll start it off. And then person two jumps in and is like, but you got to realize that, you know, 
that why this person is powerful. And then person three comes in and finishes their sentence. And they all, they all say like one or two sentences. And then the next person continues the conversation to explain whatever they're talking about. And it grinds my fucking gears. I, I don't know why. I didn't realize that, but that's so true. That does happen. It's like they finish each other's sentences. When have you ever done that in real life? Never. I don't that's think rude. Yeah, it's you cut someone <laughs> off in the middle of what they're saying, and then the next person cuts you off. It's like just a train of just being fucking rude. That's all it is. Yeah, it's like everyone's got to get their two cents in and be like, I'm part of the conversation too. Well, have you ever worked in a product? <laughs> if you've ever worked on a product, you know that that's actually... Yeah, I know it's true, but nobody explains things that way. Ever. No, you're right. No, no one explains things that way. Yeah. And like they're actually like cool about getting cut off when they're talking. Yeah. So that's my trope that really bothers me. Okay. Sounds good. I, I'll have another question, an, a new fresh question in next week's podcast for you. Okay. Let's let's start off with it next week. Oh, you want to start off with it? Yeah, yeah. Get the get the wheels turning. Okay, we'll do that then. I'll make sure to update the show notes for episode nine. Nick, we've done a month, a two months full of uh, two months of podcasting. What do you, how do you feel? I, I I'm loving it. This is great. Like, it's fun to have a hobby that's you know productive in a way mm -hmm. that I it doesn't feel like work. Like we're just talking about anime, and I love it. Hopefully, people love it too and are actually listening to it. Hope so too. We're gonna get out to a few people and see what they think. Yeah, I've got a, I got a marketing plan that uh, I've been been stewing that uh, we'll probably talk about it in an episode or two of how we intend to get this out to you know other people and to make it a community podcast and bring other people on and yada yada yada. But we'll save that for another episode. I think that'll be good. Well, Nick, I think this is uh, this is the end, right? I think it is. Never really know how to end it other than saying this is Aki Culture Club. Peace out. See you. That's why.